Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Well, you know, reminiscing is the skill of remembering everything, whether it happened or not. <laughs> More seriously, there are lessons that history can teach us. I think there are five. To understand today's society, we have to understand what created it. Number two, history teaches us what causes change. Three, understand where we came from and our sense of identity. Number four, history comes with a narrative and telling that narrative is part of storytelling and storytelling is the most powerful way of inspiring us. And number five, it helps us spot warnings. The US Great Depression started with a stock market crash. Actually, no. Less than 3% of Americans held stocks. It was two years later when the banks failed, people lost their savings, and the misery began. 2008, Lehman Brothers, now think Credit Suisse. Have we learned enough? Pay attention to history. If we don't, we'll get wrong all the things we got wrong before. And that's wrong. RCN members are trying to decide if they've won the great strike of 23 or lost it. One of the promises they've extracted is to carve out an agenda for change exclusively for nurses. Not that they don't have a good argument. Agenda for change is certainly due for a refurb. It's not sufficiently sensitive to take account of today's equal pay for equal work, the development of new skills coming into the workplace, and how and who actually does the work has tilted the board. Agenda for Change is a hopeless template to attract and reward the digital experts the NHS so badly needs. In the world outside, they demand the salary of a band eight or nine. Yet we all know Award Sister, the engine room of the front line, is nowhere near that. Equity and comparability are hugely important, but often impossible to reconcile. Using the same arguments, paramedics could justify their own agenda for change scales, as can pharmacists, and certainly midwives could make a good case. But before we take a sledgehammer to agenda for change, let's ask what history can tell us and give us a hint why Her Majesty's, oh, sorry, His Majesty's government seems so keen to oblige. AFC replaced the Whitley Councils, which date back to 1917. No, I don't remember them. The report on relations between employers and employees, written under the chairmanship of Mr. J.H. Whitley, the Speaker of the House of Commons. The unions pressed for Whitley to provide a machinery for them to talk to the employers. They were advisory, local, and they were bureaucratic, to be honest. And But they did well. I mean, they didn't really begin their decline until the 80s. Employment practices were changing, industrial relations, legislation and government antagonism to collective bargaining, particularly in the Thatcher years, saw them off. In 2004, they were replaced by the pay and grading system we call Agenda for Change. Modernisers claimed Whitley was outdated and complex. Agenda for Change was transparent, simple to understand, designed to ensure NHS staff were paid fairly and consistently for the work that they did, regardless of their job title or where they worked in the NHS. 
Agenda for Change was a national framework and allowed for more flexibility in job roles and career progression. Today, Agenda for Change is starting to creak. It's become complex, doesn't have sufficient flexibility in job roles and career progression, placing emphasis on qualifications and undervaluing experience. There are variations in its implementation because trusts pressured by money will want to grade work at the cheapest banding level they can to make the budgets go further. Debanding is common. The lack of transparency around how bands are arrived at doesn't help. Lower pay bands are quickly outstripped by pay in the private sector and, well, we know the disparities are all too obvious. The RCN want a breakaway agenda for change to be able to say, join us, we'll get you an exclusive pay deal. The government want this, they'll go along with it because it's a step away from collective bargaining. Separating nurses from the main body of union solidarity and the power of collective bargaining will make them vulnerable to be picked off, leave it against and live to regret it. So the answer is no. The NHS is a team of like-minded people working for the same objective. So the answer is no. Developing a new agenda for change, agenda for change two, perhaps, for everyone, well... The answer is yes. Thanks for listening, and I hope we'll speak again soon. Bye-bye now.